0: Welcome to Bold Conscious Connections. My name is Raju Panjavani and I'm a Certified Leadership Coach.
1: And I'm Trisha Ramos, a Certified High Performance Coach. Together, we help business leaders redefine success on their terms to create more space and energy so that they live impactful lives.
0: Everyone wants to be seen, heard, and understood. So at a deeper level, we know that the collective consciousness is important to raise in this world. And leaders who are influencers can make that difference. We in our coaching programs teach people how to focus on the interconnectedness, heart centeredness and growth from within. And this is what this podcast will be about.
1: So stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Talk to you very soon.
1: Welcome to our podcast. Today's episode is about continuing the conversation we began about enrollment. And today we really wanted to talk to you about what are some of the challenges that a coach might have or might be going through in that enrollment conversation. And whether you're new listening to this or you're okay, you're getting better, or maybe you're an expert enroller already, I think that you'll find value in today's episode for a lot of reasons. And today we're really gonna talk about what what gets in the way so i'm here with raju my partner (laughs) and we're talking about enrollment and i remember the first one of the first times first few times you joined me on an enrollment call Uh, i'm curious if you would just share you know with our listeners what were some of the thoughts that were going through your head when you first started participating on those calls
0: well, um, when we were speaking with our prospect clients, uh, and the two of us were together, I, I was really dumbfounded. <laughs> it's the only way I can put it because I didn't know what to expect, and I mean, I kind of thought we were—I was prepared to know what to expect because you know, when you're when you're uh, prospecting somebody or they they filled out some application to schedule this call with you. Um, you know, I, like in my, I've spent 40 years in business. So for me, you know, there are other conversations and I've done a lot of training in my life, but this is, a, this was a little different. So yeah, I think it was, um, I came with some trepidations, but about how we close this client, because that's what I'm used to doing in business. And, and I guess the, the words and the terminology was all a little, little bit uh, funky, but as, as, as we know, this is a sales call in, in a way. But the idea is that even a, even in a sale, the first connection that happens between the buyer and the seller is an emotional connection. So I think that was even more relevant here. So, so I think, um, yeah, I learned a lot from our first couple of calls.
1: Yes. And so if you had to uh, give somebody advice that was just starting out as to how you might establish that emotional connection sooner rather than later on that call. What would be your advice?
0: I think you've said this before. I, I just think that this is about, for me, it was about listening. Uh, listening intently to what they're communicating. Um, you're not going to just go over the application that they filled out because that was my tendency to say, you know, you rated yourself this or that on this particular attribute it's not about that. It's about that's already been expressed. Now you got to dig deeper and find when they're speaking or they're answering a question you create. So I think the first thing is framing the right questions. And the other part of that is really listening to those answers intently rather than be ready to ask the next question. Because ultimately, you want to connect with them at a heart level, emotional level.
1: Yeah, you're bringing up a great point. A lot of certification programs or even new coaches, you know, have a script yeah. where they try to create a script for you to follow. And, you know, what happens when you just follow that script?
0: Well, when you follow scripts, you become mechanical, right? So you're not really listening. You're mostly ready to ask the three questions or the five questions you might have on your list. Hey, if the client says that or if this, they say that, maybe you could ask them this question. But no matter how much scripting you get and the questions you are programmed to receive or to to speak out, frankly, that is nothing. It's never going to be the, the same five questions or the same three questions you're going to be able to ask those of your prospects, because ultimately it comes down to what is it that your coaching is about to begin with? And, you know, you want to get to, is this candidate coachable, right? And... If that's the objective, you're going to have to ask questions that are unique to to that situation. I mean, you can try or you can start by the, the three to five or whatever scripted questions you've got. But frankly, I was using those in our calls. And I just, I was like, okay, well, this doesn't mean anything because I could ask some variation of that question. But then I'm just asking the question and I'm not really paying attention to how they're looking at you uh, whether you're on camera now or or in physical meeting they're shifting in their language and their expressions changing i mean those are those are crucial things but if you're focused on your questions and not on them you're going to lose that
1: yeah that's such a great point if you know so we started this we started doing enrollment calls together probably a good six months ago now Mm -hmm. and if you if you could you know put yourself in the now now versus six months ago what are what are some of the things that you know you've improved since
0: well to use foul language here (laughs) i don't consider myself an asshole (laughs) Um, but yeah at times um when you're when you're being a hard ass with your client you know client prospect or even a client um you know you you want to call them on their bs right so i've learned that that it's okay when someone's giving you uh, just lip service and they really, they're really they not ringing true to what they're saying. And again, this takes practice for you to, to pay attention. What
1: so, is okay? You said it's okay if they're giving you lip service. What's no, it's okay? not okay. Yeah.
0: So it's not okay they're you, giving you lip service because it's okay that you're asking these questions, but you cannot get really good at it. I mean, ultimately, you got to really get good at it. I mean, I'm still learning. Everybody, everybody's always learning. This is a new art, really. There's, a, there's, a, there's an art to this. Um, the science is those questions the framed questions you might get as a in a certified coaching program or something like that but truly if if when you're when you're seeing that your your prospect or your client is not really owning up to what they're saying but they're just giving you that service you gotta you gotta call on them and saying hey that's that's not where you what you really mean right so go back and repeat that or find a way to get them to re- reframe what they're saying right so I think that's a big that's a big thing
1: yeah because I think um, a lot of a lot of coaches we just inherently want the other person in front of us to feel good and to feel better but listen some of the best coaches out there that's not what drives them what drives the best coaches out there are results and it's about getting your client to get results. And sometimes that's going to require, um, you know, talking in a, in a tone or in a manner that maybe you're not, you as the coach are not comfortable mm-hmm. doing. But if you don't do it in that moment, who's, how else is the person going to hear it?
0: Right. So we talk about providing support or an environment for the, cl- the client to be felt supported but support does not mean that you lose sight of their mission you know if you're you know in the case of an athlete if you're trying to get them to be really going at the highest level or accelerate their growth in whatever walk of life that you're coaching my god you have to be tough right i mean there's a thing you have
1: to be willing to be tough
0: yeah well you have to you have to be willing to be tough yeah so sometimes you may be supportive because you know you got to give them a marker for achieving a milestone okay well then now the next level comes Mm -hmm. and you may have to get tough for that Mm -hmm. so you can celebrate small wins with them but but frankly ultimately your job as a coach is to help them really get to the highest level that they can ultimately we're coaches because we're helping maximize the potential that the person that you're coaching right because they could be whatever stage that they're at you can start with them and where they are, but but really your goal is to. Otherwise, they wouldn't engage you. They're they're there to to get better, yeah. and that's a responsibility too for them. And if you don't get, or if you're not willing to get tough with them to, hey, to put them the put them where they are and then get them to the next level, you may. I mean, I've had that situation in in small breakout rooms where I just felt like, oh, are you okay?
1: Well, in the context of the enrollment conversation. Yes. Why is that important? In, this, is, this is the first conversation we're having with yes. this client. Mm-hmm. But at that point, they've already filled out the application. They've already shared their deepest mm-hmm. desires and their you know, challenges with us. So in that context, you know, what would m- more coaches gain if they allowed themselves to actually be bold enough mm-hmm. to say the thing that you know, need, needs to be said? Because I, I talked to a lot of our I'm clients who are coaches, and and a lot of them say they shied away from the opportunity, or they didn't. They knew what they wanted to say, but they didn't say because they didn't want to hurt their clients' feelings. feelings.
0: So I I've been there. So you know you you're thinking you know if the if in one case I think on one of the calls this person started crying or had literally tears in their eyes, and I I felt like asking, are you okay, right? Or I might even have asked that question. Well, that's not really. You're not, as, as, a, as a coach prospecting a client, you're not responsible for how they feel. You're you just got to get the, you know, depending on the situation, you really have to be bold enough to get them to the next level of saying, yes, I'm, you know, after based on what I've just said about what I want to do, based on the application, you got to get them there.
1: And tears could be a lot of things. Tears yeah. could be a release, which is very helpful, right? That's right. So I think that, I think, you know, for me, uh, I, I actually approach these conversations like, what if this person doesn't enroll with me and they never have another honest conversation with anybody else, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I take that with the utmost seriousness, mm-hmm. that if I started this conversation with them and they st- started going down the path of discovery, I'm gonna take it as as far as as they're allowing, mm-hmm. and then whether or not they enroll, they get off the phone forever changed in some way. Yes. And for me, that's more important than them thinking than me thinking about whether they think I'm I'm nice or I was pleasant. You know, these conversations are never gonna be pleasant. pleasant yeah.
0: <laughs> so I learned that. I think the the that point is very very important because. You can come across as an ass, as I said earlier. <laughs> I said that more than that. Um, but you know, you you can't worry about that. Your your point is that you are going to do them a disservice if they get off the call after having established with you that they want this to be their goal or that to be their goal, and then they say, "Sorry, I'm not joining because of all the you know reasons." Um, you know, if if you you if if we hadn't paid for certain services that we that we bought or a product we bought because somebody sold us on them, I mean, my God, that would be a disservice to us if we didn't get to enjoy that product or the service uh, in the, or in the normal Or grow from it. Or grow from it because you're, if you're a growth-minded, you, you're going, you're obviously, a, if you're a coach, you're growth-minded and you want to, as you were saying earlier, impact other people's lives because of the experiences you might have had that you want to share. Well, would it be terrible if they didn't get to talk with you and be with you for x number of weeks or whatever the program is that so what if they pay you that's you know we we have this relationship, but i think this is closely tied to the money like you know we all get caught up in this money uh conversation and they go oh i have to sell and i have to enroll but you know maybe it's okay they can't afford me or
1: well, before we even go, go further into that, because I think that's a whole other It'll episode come. on its own. You coming. know, it's I think coming. that's coming because um, there's a whole episode coming on coaches honoring their worth. Yep. Because, you know, if we if our work is about teaching our clients to honor their worth, then as coaches, we have to stand in that Um, You know, we have to be that as well. We have to demonstrate that and Mm -hmm. role model what that looks like. And that means that we get to charge our worth. But before we get to that episode, um, you know, talk a little bit about what some of the... Some of of our people listening to this, what are some of the emotions that you really... Because it's really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, to be in that conversation. Like, how did you... How did you finally, like, overcome that uncomfortable feeling that allowed you to be able to show up and serve at the highest level on those enrollment calls?
0: Well, if we go back to the point about paying attention to all that's going on in that conversation, I mean, frankly, it was helpful that, you know, some of the conversations we were together in. So you're paying attention to, to, to their expression and, and what you're feeling. Listen, it's a two-way conversation. You're qualifying them, whether you want them on your program or not to begin with. So it's a it's a conversation to understand whether you belong in this container we're going to create or a conversation. Maybe it's a one-on-one coaching you want to do, whatever it may be. It's overcoming that is about, as I said earlier, I think it's more about knowing and believing, being convinced that. What you're going, or, or the, the, the this client will really benefit from working with you. So if you don't hold on to that conviction, right, and whatever way you want to uh, communicate that, because you don't want them to get on the off on the call without saying yes to you, and sometimes they just need a little push over the edge, and so being prepared that I'm pushing you, but really it's for you. I'm arguing for you, right?
1: I love that you brought that up because in another, the previous episode, we talked about making sure you as the coach that your energy is up and maximized before you get on these calls. It's because you have to fight for your client when they don't yet have the confidence to fight for themselves. Mm -hmm. Enrollment is about fighting for your client and holding, making that stand for them because chances are they're not able to do it on their own yet. And that's why somebody needs a coach. And sometimes we don't know what we need because we don't know what we don't know. And so in that, by you making a stand for them in that moment, you are demonstrating the power of what it feels like to have a coach. And that's why you can't back down. You can't get into your own head Mm -hmm. and retreat. Right. So yep. we literally have said to our clients, we're fighting for you right now because we know you're not strong enough to fight for yourself.
0: Otherwise for you your would have done mission, it by now. For
1: your dream. Otherwise you would have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap this up, man, I could keep talking about this. But as we wrap up this episode, what's the one thing that you've learned about yourself as a result of having these enrollment calls? We've we've done so many now. What would be the thing that you didn't know about yourself, but now you know, having experienced these and having clients enroll, having some not enroll, whatever the outcomes might be. Whatever, whenever we're in, learning a new skill, we're learning not just the new skill, but we're learning something else about ourselves. What might that be for you?
0: I had, I think the biggest thing is that, to, that you had had to overcome the fact that what what i'm offering or what we're offering you know is is unique and different oh the the, you know this person has enough choices they can go sign up for that program or that coach or that this or that that i think i let that get in the way a lot in the beginning for me so knowing that getting to know and be convinced that you know your expression my expression our expression is unique in this world, in the way we deliver it, it doesn't matter what others do, right? And that comes from, of course, many other ways that we've learned, but that was the biggest learning for me. Hey, I'm good enough, I'm unique, and whatever it takes for me to express who I am with power, because we mm-hmm. all give up personal power all day long to many things we think you know, are serving us and they're not. So I think dissipating that energy is not helpful to you. So, if you really believe you want to be a coach, and you are going to be the change that you say you want in the world, then I think you have to own up to it. And that, I think, for me, is the biggest, biggest. You know, we can call ourselves coaches or whatever the world is. People, people, you know, poo poo this and poo poo that. I don't really care. So, if we, if we, if if I'm convinced that this is something that I can express in my own way to the world, then I stand in that.
1: Mm, That is so good. That is so good because that is all anybody could ever ask for. And it's an abundant world, over 7 billion people, and we all can use help. And so if you're listening to this, you are doing the work that you're doing because somebody out there needs it. And you're gonna attract who you're gonna attract because of who you are, not because of who you're copying or who you're duplicating. Mm. So be yourself, don't be afraid to be unique. In fact, celebrate your individuality, celebrate your own experiences and the wisdom that you've gained from them. And loudly and boldly, Speak about speak about all that, and attract your clients so that you can begin creating the impact that is only yours to create. You know, we love to tell our clients that there's a space they fill only they can fill, mm-hmm. and the thing they do that only they can do, and that's really what you're saying here. So yeah. thank you for reinforcing that. And
0: one tip on that is, as I said earlier, I think it's you, you're you, this conversation is also about you know, you qualifying the client. So it's not about you selling, but it's about you deciding whether you want to work with them. So when you you use that as a way, that gives you more strength and the feeling of power within you to say, it's okay, this is just a conversation. Whatever the outcome is, I am going full on. And if I'm truly helping this person, and once I qualify that they're the right person for me to help, then you just go all out. There's nothing to back down from.
1: Amazing, amazing. Well, this conversation is near and dear to us because we know that this is one of the key components of creating that impact is actually being an enrolling whoever you are. You could be you could be a teacher. You could be um, a businesswoman. You could be you know a dad staying at home during these times, but be enrolling in everything that you do, you know, Um, be enthusiastic about it, enjoy it, embrace the challenges, and be the best that you could be in it. And, you know, I think that if we, if we allowed ourselves to enjoy every bit of Mm -hmm. what it is that we, we had to do all the time, then we don't, we don't really have to do anything, anything. anymore mm-hmm. it becomes something that we want to do so thank you for tuning in today and we hope that you uh subscribe download this episode maybe forward it to another coach or someone who needs to hear it
0: and you can reach us at livemasterminds.com on instagram you can look for bold conscious leaders because that's our handle and also on facebook live mastermind so We look forward to seeing you somewhere.
1: Take care.